0: Street Fighter Alpha, colon, The Animation, released April 26, 2000. It's the second movie of the new year and the first movie of the new millennium. I'm Dil Avento. I'm Nick Nundahl.
1: And I'm Joseph Ryan Wetmore.
0: And this is Attract Mode.
2: very normal intro for you joe there's no choose Wait, what, your character did I, or, or anything why
1: would i do something like that that's weird <laughs> Just is yeah,
0: just his right. full christian name like like any god-fearing <laughs> american would do
2: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. uh Which, what does that make us god-loving americans
1: god yeah okay oh. is it, <laughs> we're that, we ain't afraid of god <laughs> well you will be once you discover the power of the dark had- Hadoo. Dark, oh
2: man way to tie it in dark
1: how do you do. because there's only one god in the street fighter alpha universe and it's ryu's dark ado okay <laughs> that's i mean i mean it, like every character in this movie is, is obsessed well we watched a movie about ryu's dark ado mm-hmm. uh, you, you might even call it a dark ado about nothing uh Thank you. yeah uh-huh. yeah there it is yeah yeah it's uh the, i mean the we're, we're, we're going to get into it, but there's a very thin plot yeah. here. And, uh, I, I
2: would like to say, before we get into it, we got to keep this one high beats, because there are so many interstitial cuts in yeah. this movie to things that are just nothing at all. Hmm. we got to like focus and find the story between all of those
1: cuts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're not going to talk about the many, many insert panty slash midriff shots that are just, right. <laughs> just there? I could almost the,
0: argue we could abandon Sakura like entirely like she could be jettisoned from there the are entire whole characters plot.
2: in this movie several characters in this movie who add nothing to yeah. anything close to the central plot and also don't have like a developing side plot either they're just there
1: yeah there are um, mentions of potential developing side plots but they never yeah they, they, they are they're only ever mentioned once and then dropped entirely yes um so where does this movie even begin? I, I think it begins with some like shots of Ryu g- getting nasty, and maybe some some like some Akuma kind of like. <laughs>
2: this movie does not begin with Ryu having sex. Joe it, is having begins... some weird other experience. <laughs> <laughs> Joe watched Street Fighter Alpha 2 the
0: porno. <laughs> <laughs> hey Chun Li, I heard you ordered a pizza. Wow! brown Wow!
1: The joysticks. Uh, <laughs> oh no yeah yeah no but i mean rio is is uh getting spiritually nasty is what i meant to say sure uh, because he's he's feeling a little bit of his his dark well really evil self it's like they just straight up call him street fighter this is like an evil force and mm-hmm. uh, there's some like inner cut shots of him and akuma who you think might be relevant in this movie um...
2: <laughs> <laughs> and you're a fool for yeah, thinking so it it absolutely feels from the beginning of the movie that i Akuma is going to be the villain of the film because it opens with him doing like uh what do they call it when they're doing like their their practice rounds uh whatever they're doing doing stomps and and the other sparring. <laughs> Yeah, but no when you're on your own there's a word for it oh shadow boxing uh, yeah, there's a different word, but I'm going to move on. All right, all right. He's doing sorry, that sorry in I the darkness. Accommodate you. Doing that in the darkness somewhere, and it feels like he's building up to be like, oh, my evil plan will roll out through the course of this film. No, he definitely doesn't have a plan and is not the main villain. Um, but I guess is relevant in the sense that he, we learn, is the one person who has trained in the same style as Ryu and Ken, hmm. who has mastered the dark had-do. Ha-
1: or has the A dark Hadou mastered him because he lives in exile and doesn't contribute Ooh, to this movie at all.
2: That is an interesting <laughs> They even
1: interesting go to meet him and he says, I don't want to contribute to this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: but, all right. So let's get on that rail of what are the steps of the plot that lead to that and
0: then beyond. Um, all right. So we have the introduction. Yeah. We see Akuma or as, as Ryu likes to call him in this movie, Akuma. Yeah. Um, hmm. And Ryu kind of like having their like weird. Which is probably more accurate. We're just wrong. It's it probably Akuma. I have never heard yeah. that. But again, I'm, you know, I live in the West. So it could be like I've, I've just never been exposed to someone who says it properly. Uh, yeah. We. um, So that happens. There is then a cut to. Uh so we could just show where Sakura gets introduced and then we can ignore her the rest of this movie. But basically they cut to Sakura like on like some harbor talking about eating hot dogs. Like I'm gonna eat Mm -hmm. a bunch of hot dogs to her friend. Do we know the friend's name? Is she another Street Fighter character? I don't
1: think it matters. I don't think she has a character. All
0: right. Yeah, I don't know. But basically there's this running two
2: two girls in like schoolgirl uniforms. One of them is Sakura who is a Street Fighter character that we know. Yeah.
0: The other we don't. Um and they witness just basically like a gang fight out in the middle of the street that Sakura's is like, Whoa, what's that? That are they shooting a movie? And she like runs over to the conflict and they're like shooting mm-hmm. like guns in this yeah. fight. And she's just Outright like open gun fighting. Right. And she's like, where are the, like, where are the blanks? Where are the cameras? Like that's who is weird. fighting, but, chun li herself Mm -hmm. uh interpol
2: agent extraordinaire so she is some some uh special martial arts agent and she's with her partner who has never seen her fight before or so it would seem i don't know if that's actually true but he's like reacting to her fighting prowess because she's kung fu fighting or whatever style she's (laughs) using against literal armed gunmen um and and doing pretty good job but not to let her have Full uh focus here, Ryu shows up because he just happens to be nearby as well. Right. Nothing to do with this scene. He's got no reason to get involved. Yeah. But right. he's a strong fighter so he does they it also legitimately um, goes
1: from a scene where it seems like they're going to show off how much of a badass chun li is and it becomes a scene where everybody including chun li is thinking wow ryu is such a badass exactly <laughs> is what yes. happens yes. yes
2: he he punches a guy so much he rips that guy's clothes apart yeah and, and drops him to the ground that it guy is... also may or may not shoot a child in this scene which yeah. is my favorite <laughs> shot of the movie yes <laughs>
1: There is to describe it for our audience. There is this. There's this moment where this child is in danger, and you think, "Oh no, this child is in danger." And it, there's a there's a cut where the child is staring directly at the camera, directly at like your eyes staring at the child, and then it cuts to a gunman staring directly at your eyes with a gun pointed right at you, and the like and editing suggests very heavily that these two characters were staring at each other and that child was shot it didn't happen it would yeah. have been a better movie and, if it did and
2: also the kid was crying right until the shot <laughs> yeah so it's like he's not crying anymore yeah he has
1: been dropped <laughs>
2: so it uh, shut
0: that kid up all right pop pop
1: pop pop yeah it's it's also i mean this is early on in the movie still but it's it's it's, it's early we we do learn very early on what the main um kind of uh, virtue of this movie is going to be, which is that the animation is uh, pretty good. Like, there's yeah, there the, the the scene where Ryu punches this guy's clothes off it does it's like he punches him a bunch and then they do like a really slow kind of classic Street Fighter fall where he's like shaking in place and then like spins to the ground in a very dramatic fashion, and it's fun to look at. Um, yeah, even if like
2: we're we've got better character designs than we've seen in the previous Street right. Fighter movies where their heads are like weird triangles in the other ones. These look something closer to human. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And And sometimes and and other times they do an angle where they like forget what part of the face, the nose goes. And there's, there's
2: a lot of weird choice shots where they contort a person's face because of the angle or because of what's happening to them. But I think they mostly use that effectively. Like there's a few times where it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know why they did it here, but for the most part, when someone gets like punched in the stomach and their eyes like explode out of their heads, almost it it feels like it's intentional, like they're being dehumanized to express their pain fully. You so, know the uh, videos yeah. that will
1: occasionally come online of like like uncanny valley like models that are just putting in really weird, weird like f- physics situations or just like nonsensical things like a man whose lower torso is a car or whatever, and they're they're doing all yeah. kinds of like they're all like just muscularly weird dudes with like smiley faces or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The they making this, my like, way
2: downtown video where the guy yeah. like flops down the street.
1: Right, exactly like, that. A naked Muscle Man, the, the face of that like Uncanny Valley like like type of thing is sometimes what the animation hits here. Like Ryu will be having a moment where he's just like, "Wow, look at my friends having fun together," and it just lingers a little bit too long on Ryu's like slightly open lips. And it's <laughs> <laughs> it's, but yeah. Otherwise, the faces do look pretty good. Chun Li has some weird um, like. Like uh, some weird hang from her shoulder.
2: Oh, the the fabric. Yeah, the fabric on the uniforms that they wear is all very strange in general. Like it, it's like overly baggy. Um, Ryu's gi is cut in a very specific way. Like it's supposed to look like ripped shoulders, but it's like mathematically cut, and yes. then later ken and another character are wearing the same gi with the same cut so it's like somebody chose to do this right it's not torn
0: Um, like it's not like resting on his shoulder it's like flayed outwards
2: yeah but it's okay like all of those things are not criticisms it's it's their style that they chose for this film and I think in most ways, character design style choices work.
0: Yeah. I think, I think um, Chun Li's design is actually, I like it more in this movie than I do in regular Street Fighter depictions because she's not, she doesn't have her bun covers. She, she has her hair up in the buns, but they're not yeah. covered with the weird cloth hold, like cheesecloth yeah. things. Her, she doesn't have like the white. Cheesecloths. She, she, she <laughs> what does thing thing have... to suggest? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have like the, uh, uh, like white spandex uh, leggings that have like the gold trim on them. It's just like either pants or like black leggings and like her, her top is like more simplified and like looks a lot cooler to me. Um, I like that. I think they did. I think they did right by Chen Lee in the Cara character designs, designs department.
2: Yeah. They did a better job than what we've seen before, I think for sure. Um, so after being sort of infatuated with reuse martial arts ability, Chun Li um, uh, stares in wonderment, and he just disappears. He he leaves somehow. We don't see him go, but we cut to a scene where she's in like a lab, um, looking at a computer, going, "Somebody must know who that guy was," and then immediately the computer tells her who he was. So yeah. her her wondering didn't last long, um, but she finds out Ryu is a martial arts master who beat sagat who does not appear in this film but is just referenced a few times to sort of set up ryu's prowess so sagat was the muay thai they call him the emperor yes. in this muay thai emperor um but just a m- world-class martial artist and ryu has beaten him so we know he's up there um which we've seen and we know already because we just established these characters through in our lives so many many years of street fighter fiction but whatever um then we go back to ryu who is wandered away from this scene and is in the woods somewhere, uh, I guess going back to where he trains and finds a card on the ground. And when he bends to pick it up, he gets transported to a magical realm Yeah, is the best way I could describe it. The
0: cuts for this are really weird because he is like carrying a bucket, a like wooden pail of water up to his dojo and the card falls into the bucket. And then it doesn't like show a cut of him like dropping the bucket or anything. It just shows the bucket falling endlessly yeah. into this black void and then he is like in this like mirror dimension where there's like all these like tessellated uh, like shapes and like lens flares and bubbles and all this shit and he's like what? Yeah. So
2: he has his weird acid trip <laughs> uh in a in like one of those like kaleidoscope toys where you turn and the Right.
0: The gems spill to the side. Yeah, he sees Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah. And Rose, is that her name? Yes, Rose is the character's name.
2: All right. A character I am completely unfamiliar with in Street Fighter canon shows up, has wild hair that, like, exists. (laughs) It has its own physics because it, it, like, shoots out at angles, bends back on itself, curls around her, and somehow stays, like, static no matter what pose she's in. Um, So she is playing sort of a temptress role in trying to convince Ryu to give in to the dark Hado inside him because he can be more powerful if he does, but we don't really understand her motivations and will not through the rest of this film. And they
0: are never clarified.
2: Yeah. We we will never know why she wants Ryu to do it, but she does, I guess. Right. So uh, unfortunately, while she's sort of seducing him with power... Uh, Ken shows up and she in spite of being a mystical being in some other dimension or something, flees. She's like, ah I can't have somebody else know I'm doing this right So she goes away and <sighs> there's a lot of there's so many cuts and other like little mini scenes in this movie that just don't make any sense. Ken shows up they talk for two seconds about nothing at all uh, other than like, oh, I'm back. And then Ken's like, "I'm gonna go get something." He leaves, which allows another vision to happen to Ryu, where uh, Akuma tries to do the same thing. Give into your power. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I won't. Okay. Um, except in this time, he like tries to flood Ryu with the power somehow. I guess. Yes. And Ryu passes out.
0: Yeah. What specifically happens? They uh, Ken has returned because their master has died and he has come Uh, to pay his respects, so they go up to his lone grave on the top of, like, a stony hillside, Uh, and, yeah, that's when Akuma steps in while Ken walks away for a second and possesses, tries to possess Ryu, and Ryu has, like, a mini implosion where he, like, collapses (laughs) into a crater in the ground in front of the grave that he leaves, Um, and then Ken runs up. He's like, Ryu, are you okay? And he, like tries to make sure he's like still alive still conscious and then he like whips his head over and there's just like a small boy like standing at the edge of the staircase up to the hill watching this scene between these two guys unfold (laughs) and ken just goes his brother (laughs) yeah it's just like weird
2: yeah weird cut weird like how would the conversation sort of go that way because they cut to when ryu is fine at that point and it kind of seems like ken is saying it in response to ryu who is fine now yeah like because no one else told him it's his brother i don't know it's just a weird like exposition line i guess it's not really like important except that then the word brother is said like 52 more times <laughs> in the big next five brother. minutes yeah so they explain that the the little boy who we eventually learns name is shun but i don't know when they say it in the movie yeah it's like 20 30
0: um, minutes in and it's just said once and it's easy to yeah. look
2: Uh, Shun is uh, Ryu's little brother. Ryu was orphaned in Japan uh, many, well, when he was a child, he was left there by their mother, and then the mother moved to Brazil, where she had this second child. Um, Their father gets brought up, but they don't explain anything about him, because it's like a sore subject or something. I I don't know. I'm sure there's more. It's not relevant to the rest of the movie. Well... It seems like it sure could be, it, well, it, given the fact that both of these characters have, like, darkness in them. Yeah, they kind of bring it up <laughs> later
0: on as, like, like a way to tantalize the audience, but yeah. Yeah.
2: So they, they kind of gloss over that question. But they start training together, hanging out together, having food on top of a roof together. <laughs> yes. Pork and beans. Yeah, mother's specialty.
0: Beanie, beanie weenies.
2: Ken is weirdly, like, super jealous of this child and doesn't want Ryu to like him as much as he likes himself Ken. yeah yeah um, and is
0: ready to fight him at like a moment's notice like because they yeah. like yeah. are like training together and and ren's uh ken's like uh like why do you have to eat with us why do you have to sleep in the same room as us why do you have to train yeah. with us and he's like it is it is cuz he's my big brother mm-hmm
2: uh, a line which gets said like six times and then comes back. They 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 didn't say it for nothing. They were going to bring it back. And, and what a way they bring it back when they do. Um, So uh, I'm trying to figure out. Oh, in the middle of the night, Ryu gets out of bed and like wanders through the forest possessed. Yes. Again, Ken goes after him and they have to fight a little bit it's like a one punch fight it's like a not not fight fight Mm -hmm. um but he he like stops ryu from channeling the dark hado and then the little brother is like upset like oh brother what's wrong with you but they don't put any emotional relevance to this moment they're like oh, that happened it was scary for a moment Let's not think about it
1: anymore. It seemed like, <laughs> especially because th- they foreshadow it once here, and it seems like they foreshadow it again later. Like, where, where Ken is responsible for stopping Ryu from going full dark, right? Like, they, yeah. it, it happens here where Ken literally just stops them. But then later on, Ryu says, "Ken, I need you to stop me from doing it if I go all the way or whatever." And That's right. The thing about that is, if I said to up twice, it will never pay off in this movie. So nope.
2: Ken is not even not even like in a, an emotional way of any kind, like even if he doesn't physically stop him, yeah. it, it doesn't pay off
1: at all. It right. just fails. And Ken is almost superfluous in that way. Like he's relevant because he's a friend of Ryu's and like he is fighting the same bad guys as Ryu, but that is basically it. He, he doesn't have any real character development or interesting character relations with anyone. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, like the, the the thing that would be interesting is potentially that he is trying to prevent i mean i guess his jealousy is the most interesting thing yeah <laughs> i think the most child.
0: obvious thing you could do there is like you set ken and shun as like the opposites like this one's the biological brother this one is the adopted yeah. brother like like you know the brother that was found the brother that right. is yeah is you and know owed. especially
1: because <laughs> we're about to find out um in the in like the a scene that's either right after or very, very close to very close Shun yeah. ends up fighting some some dudes some kids and we start to realize that shun has you like, say
2: kids they're adults they're full grown adults shun looks like he's 12 at best probably 10 like he's fighting thugs uh, he, right yeah but he's fighting like adult thugs adult and kicks dwells. the shit out of them and, and um, it, i would like to set that up a little bit though because the reason that's happens is ken tells ryu about a tournament in the city that he wants to join Mm -hmm. in a street fighting tournament. Um, and he, he's like, Ryu, you should join too. In spite of like Ryu battling literal (laughs) internal demons. Yes. And clearly this is not the time. Like if Ken had just backed the fuck off this, none of this movie would have happened. So kind of ironic that he's like, you're the one who has to pull me back. Um, but he tells him that the little brother wants to get involved in the tournament too. So they go to the city. Um, And while they're in the city, the little brother is kicking cans of garbage in an alleyway. He's like practicing martial arts in the alleyway. And uh, he accidentally kicks garbage onto... These people who talk about wearing like super nice clothing. These
0: are my Vespucci sunglasses. Yeah. I got lipstick on my white Vespucci
2: sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) So the problem I have with this is like, yes, those people are assholes for wanting to beat up a kid for doing that to them. And obviously criminal and awful behavior no like attempt is made to deescalate the situation by Ryu who is strong enough to murder these people with one finger or the kid or Ken, I guess Ken has wandered off in the scene. Yeah. But like no attempt to stop them is made. Instead, he lets Ryu lets the little kid fight these guys. And the little kid is an insanely powerful martial artist. This is the only scene in the movie where like blood is being splattered everywhere. There's some other uh, scenes, but
0: yeah, this one. This is our first introduction it's,
2: to it. It's it's yeah, it's a different level of blood splatter in this because it's like rapid fire punches, so it's like splat 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 splat, splat on, and yeah. it like shows it spraying onto surfaces and stuff.
1: Like yeah, that, um, that's the thing is it's spraying on surfaces. Other there's other times where people like have like like cough blood or they like are dripping blood from their right. nose or whatever. But this and is kind of like. Kinda, like yeah, it's effective, too, yeah. because I mean, not that I like this child character, but it is a suddenly surprising thing to watch this kid like violently like uh, yeah disrupt the, the blood flow from these people.
0: And he's also uh, laughing. Uh, He's like he's he's like there's a point where he's like rapidly punching one of the dudes because one of the dudes has a switchblade and the other one has just a length of chain and it's like you know you could do some damage with either of those and he just like comes up on one of them and just like rapid fire hits him. And He's just like (laughs) and then like blood starts dripping down from the guy because he's hitting them so much
1: which it's setting up. That he has a darkness inside of him, this little boy, mm-hmm. uh, which
2: feels like it should pay off more than it, it ever yeah.
1: actually does.
2: So everything is like that.
1: And and Ryu does eventually stop the fight by punching the little kid in the stomach, yes. um, and they have a moment. and And you might think this is time to go home, but instead Ryu takes him to a fighting tournament. And <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, if you're dealing with this kind of evil like, darkness inside you, like se- we better go to a fighting tournament, a
0: seemingly like underground, like illegal, se- yeah, fighting tournament. Because so we also yeah. like parallel to this, we have Sakura has like now like become like the fucking person at the beginning of Dark Knight who's like wearing hockey pads. She has like gotten like replica gloves of ryu and is like wearing his headband and is like trying to start fights with people and like trying to learn martial yeah. arts so she goes into a bar and like tries to fight just patrons in the bar who fortunately enough are bad people because they do like pull out a switchblade on her and stuff yeah. but like she like instigates the fight um also like there's at least like five panty shots of, for her, uh five pay shots it's of throughout Sakura. the movie too yeah Um, I mean,
2: honestly, if I could cut you off there, I really think the only reason she's in this movie is for panty shots, which is so so gross. Like she literally contributes nothing to any plot at any point and is only there to be this character who can have these like these moments, I guess, where she's like. I'm in trouble. And then Ken does save her in this scene. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like interesting how he saves her. He hits on her a little bit, which is fucking weird. Right. Cause she's 16 at right. best. Um, it's,
1: it seems like, like I thought at first it was going to be like a thing or, okay, so here's the womanizer and he's gonna have to learn some values by being like a, a mentor of a, like a father figure yeah. to this, to Sakura yeah. who, and, and But it doesn't like they pair up for a little bit, but then Sakura just gets forgotten by the movie, and Ken doesn't have any growth in this movie, so nothing changes with him. So it is it is weird. It is like yeah, but but, it
2: bothers me that this is in here, honestly. Like it, but he saves her. Should be
0: cut. But he saves her and then goes, "Hey, do you want to go to this underground illegal wrestling or fighting competition?"
2: Well, specifically, she says, "I'm looking for Ryu." Ryu."
0: Right and
2: and he says oh i know where he is he's at this tournament and then when they get there they they expect to meet him outside but he's not outside anymore so they're like well I i guess i'll take
0: you in innocent child uh let's go to this illegal fight yeah so they go into this so it's like a high rise so in the city that they're in and within the high rise i don't know how this works but there's just like a bunch of like stone like kind of concrete
2: blocks that it was about? weird. But, it
1: it did seem like like a like a giant temple building, almost just like two two right. yeah. dramatically large. Whatever, though. Like it looked I, like natural I, rock I formations, it's almost.
0: Like yeah, like mm, okay. It, it, could, it could be that, but like the the fighting ring is like this this stone circle that is like set on top of a stone pedestal, and it's like yeah. no one makes architecture like that so i was i was very confused um she's
2: not terribly important but we should also mention chunli is here yeah chunli is here <laughs> so
0: chunli and and ryu and shun are together and then ken and secure together
1: and, and as as once everybody's into watch we see two uh <laughs> like what do they call them G- did you give give it give it give it gibbets give 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 what what do they call the uh are... the little cages that people are
0: oh oh I didn't know there's a name for that. <laughs> the silence that
2: just followed there. Don't edit that out. Oh. That needs to be a moment of us all just being like, we're idiots. <laughs> well,
1: anyways, uh, the cages that a, are lowered a, in. A gibbet?
2: It's a gibbet, I'm pretty sure. Is,
1: I think I think you're right. Um, but the cages Cages are lowered down to the ring, and in one we have burly, thick, vein-popping Zangief. Um, <laughs> who is like, they do a good job of making him look really roided out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, he never likes Zengif's
2: design and his behavior in yeah. this. Like yeah. he's just a, he's a wrestling monster and that's fine.
1: Yeah. The other, the other gibbet has shun the a uh, little boy, a, a little, yeah. A little yeah. boy. Yeah. so
2: so Ryu saw this fight happen in the alleyway where his brother went way too far was like I know it'll fix you you're gonna fight you 10 year old boy are going to fight an 8 foot tall Russian bear wrestler yeah
0: exactly I want to this is wise I want to talk about the pre fight though because before this fight occurs there is a fight that happens there's a match before this one where it is Vega fighting Dan and Dan seemingly gets murdered in this it looks
2: like Vega stabs him in the throat with yeah. the three blades yeah. like he, like, the, like a wolverine claw hand just yeah down he like, into leaps him.
0: into the air and then like dive kicks down and like slashes dan on the face and then like in the abdomen and then like near the throat somewhere and you're like yeah. oh okay like that's pretty funny because dan's a piece of shit and no one likes dan that's a really funny yeah. way you, like red shirt him i like that um, but yeah. So we
2: go the next forty minutes of the movie, assuming he just died in that scene, right. and then later he pops up and is fine. Exactly. So <laughs> it's lame, but yeah, I, I kind of liked that the stakes were raised to death when I, when I thought that was the case in that moment, and then weirdly he puts his brother in this scene. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I just don't understand Ryu's logic at all. What his a terrible brothers! person he is. We're brothers. <laughs> right. If you if you don't know that reference, we will have to go back to our other Street Fighter movie, animated movie.
0: So uh, episode. So Zangief and Shun fight, and it's a pretty long fight sequence. Yeah. For like it's, the amount it of is,
2: and it's so brutal. The first hit is uh, Shun this again ten year old tiny boy, caving in Zangief's nose. Like he hits it so hard that his whole face caves in. Yeah unfortunately they don't like pay that off with right. him being like severely wounded. He just kind of is fine. in And it's, it's
0: very Looney Tunes S kind of like face cave in. We're just like, mm-hmm. it, I, I wish it weren't. Cause it
2: looks so brutal when it happens. I thought he was going to like shove his nose bone into his brain and kill him in that moment. Like, holy shit. But no,
1: that would have uh, been a bold choice.
2: Yeah. The fight escalates to the point where Shun starts channeling dark hado and, uh, it looks like he's going to maybe pull in enough energy to kill Zangief. Zangief somehow does he just move faster than Shun can
0: channel I think the energy? Ryu what happens? Gets in there. Yeah, I don't remember the order of events because Ryu does show up, but isn't doesn't at some point like Ryu, I mean, uh, uh doesn't Zangief like throw Shun and in the course of throwing him appears behind yeah. Shun to like catch him I, and I, then slam I him think into that's the, the beat here. So
2: he's charging up his energy. Uh, he kicks him or throws him forward, and somehow catches him from behind in that same action. So he like teleports behind you, right? Uh, grabs him and is about to do uh one of his like aerial grab moves, not the signature one, but one of them. Yeah. And when he does, that's when Ryu leaps in, right? Kicks Zangief away, and then using the only power he knows, kicking also gently kicks his brother to to a comfortable
0: <laughs> he landing He does thos. like a leg sweep to like catch his brother falling in midair and he lands <laughs> yeah. on his leg like super gently and he rests him down in the ring. Big brother. So, uh, <laughs> My so brother. now
2: it's a Ryu Zongi fight which goes on probably longer than it should too because like We've seen reuse power. He should be able to destroy this guy. Yeah. But most of so fights Long-gay in movie go own. on
1: for too long. Because right. they essentially repeat yeah. the same beats, which are like, someone's getting dark energy. Here's some brutal trades. Someone's um, getting dark energy. Here's some brutal trades. Someone's getting dark energy. Here's some brutal trades. Yeah. And it goes on that way. And I don't even... I don't even remember how the Zangief fight. I think actually Shun comes it, back in and does use Dark Energy. No, no, no. It's, no, it's, it's Ryu. It's Ryu. But it but, is.
0: Yeah. Zangief like gets the upper hand at one point, picks Ryu up, and then does his spinning pile drive, Matt Hagar, Mike Hagar style, and slams um Ryu's head into the into the concrete and then Which feels like it should have
2: been worse. Like it should have right. been more brutal. Yeah. It feels like kind of a limp response when it actually they don't do
0: the thing where like the concrete buckles or something with like is like the force you want that hit to to have but yeah Yeah. ryo gets back up he charges up his hadoken with dark hado energy um and right before he's about to blast uh zangief and kill him which is probably what it would do Mm -hmm. he like has a second lapse back into like his good side and he diverts the energy away from zangief and just shoots it into the crowd seemingly because i would assume that this is like a public exhibition Mm -hmm. that people are watching but he shoots it away and it goes like into the side of the building and a cut to an out exterior shot of the skyscraper and there's a big hole that blows out of the side of the building and then like facades and size of this this skyscraper start shearing off and collapsing outwards And you cut back, and like the entire like roof of this building, like the upper fifteen floors that were above them, has been like blown off, and like there's just like crumbling rubble all around them, and it's like a whole thing. And Zangief was just standing there, like, uh, 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 uh," and then the floor gives out underneath him, and he goes, (laughs) and then we never falls into a
2: dark abyss, yeah, right, never to be seen again, yeah. Uh, so watching that, obviously Chun-Li, and she's like, "Oh, you missed on purpose." Uh, but then also a guy we have only heard in name as Sadler mm-hmm. through Chunli, Doctor Sadler, Professor Sadler, yeah, Professor Sadler, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And he he says, "I I want that power." Like he sees reused dark energy, and he's like, "Oh, so much power! I want it." Um, so uh, to get such power, he sends. Ra- what's, what's Rosanov, name? Rosanov Rosanov
0: Rosanov. Who who is a doesn't look Russian. Preferred uh, preferred the previous looks, Russian guy we had.
2: Looks kind of I don't know, Neanderthalish, like giant heavy brow that almost like he I, I don't know what to say about it's this It's weird. Guy. Big,
0: he also looks like a Kuma. Well not
1: Yeah, yeah. well he's got that yeah. thick nose. The most distinguishing feature is the robot eye though. Well his i seem closed at first. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at one
1: point, his eye pops open, and he has a cyborg eye.
0: Yeah, it's Um, like a green. I don't know why, but
1: that shot
2: was genuinely, like, surprising and, Mm -hmm. and, and, like, impressive to me. It's a little
0: grotesque, the way it opens, because it, like, bubbles open. Like, it doesn't open naturally like an eye. It's it's just like flesh
1: was, like was like pressured tight on it and it like yeah. to get free it like really pushed the it ple- burst <laughs> yeah, it like, out. It very well uh, and i mean he is the vessel to study and train the fighters right like right. he is yeah he's here to so see if you-,
2: <laughs> if you listen to our episodes chronologically the last one you would have listened to was our sonic the hedgehog movie episode where they're trying to study sonic to steal his data and that's apparently exactly what's happening here. And it's
0: also what they did in the in the first Street Fighter movie we watched. Correct. Because they had yeah. robots that were analyzing the Street Fighters. Yeah. So you got to get that Street Fighter data. It's yeah. very important. Um, get your save data. Yeah, exactly.
2: Everyone's trying to keep their save data. There is a um, brief
0: mention earlier. They also mentioned Shadow Law, not Shadow Lou in this iteration. Mm-hmm. It's Shadow Law again. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, uh, in the
2: japanese version it's still shadow lu but yeah, yeah
0: in in ours it's shadow law but um chun li is also interested in shadow law and thinks there's a connection between shadow law and Sadler, and also her missing or disappeared dad which i guess is also like a recurring like thread a plot that exists but is never explored she, she just mentions <laughs> she's just like maybe i'll see my dad <laughs> yeah but, okay yeah it goes
2: nowhere so I guess he must have some connection to M. Bison because presumably M. Bison still runs Shadow Law, but none of mm-hmm. that is relevant to this plot. Right. So, um,
0: Just a regular Tuesday fight, on this on this one.
2: Yeah. They fight uh, Razanov and, uh, and Ryu, but during that fight, Razanov seemingly kills Shun, but really just injures him a lot. Yes. Um, Ryu has a moment of like, brother uh, uh, you know like listen to him <laughs> yeah. choke and follow fall unconscious and then he channels dark energy um razanov is like gloating and saying like oh you can't beat me i guess we should actually set up for him every punch that has been thrown at him every kick just like hits like a concrete wall like well these guys can destroy concrete walls with their punches and kicks uh he's just he, he takes no impact from yeah. those hits like they nothing. just thud against him um. So when when Ryu channels his dark energy and goes Super Saiyan, it fully disintegrates this guy. Um, just hits him in the chest, explodes energy through his chest. The guy disintegrates. Pretty cool shot. Pretty good wide shot with energy like flying off the guy's back. Um, and my well, another one of my favorite things in the movie is like once he's all disintegrated and dead, they show a shot of his cybernetic eye implant just, like, on the ground with some meat hanging off of it. Yeah. And then, and, it like, and it,
0: the light, like, goes out on it.
2: Yeah. And I guess that's how you capture data. Like, that's... I, I kind of envision Sadler coming around and, like, picking that up at
0: some point. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, like the black it. box for this dude. He's like, oh, thank yeah. God. They survived the, the crash. Oh, yeah. they left some good meat on here, too. It's like, I won't be hungry <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: tonight. <laughs> um... um but. So, uh, I believe there's a helicopter attack that comes, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. After, so, so, so the Sadler's, or rather, sorry, the Ro- Romanov, Romanov, Ro- 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 Rosanov is, yeah. is, 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 de- is destroyed. But the building is attacked by a helicopter with gunfire. And in the chaos, um, Shun is kidnapped by the dudes on the helicopters. And uh, Chun-Li and Sakura and Ken and
0: Ryu all have to escape. Yeah, can we talk um, about the Sakura Ken thing that happens after the, the Ryu first? Right, post? Just,
2: We absolutely can, but I just want to point out we started this podcast with you going, we don't need to talk about Sakura at all. You have come back to her every chance you can get. I, I, but please go ahead. I know, please do. I
0: know. It's it's me. Hello, it's me, the guy that like <laughs> wants to be brief, but every cannot scene. be. Uh, yeah. Um yeah. Just, <laughs> it it just needs to be reinforced how like grossly um uh oversexualized character is gross. Right. like yes. because
1: like, Sakura's legs get crushed under under uh falling debris and the shot that we have to show that she's injured is a close up of her legs and panty all well, her crotch area and Ken's hand going up to her thigh like well above her knee in any reasonable way and yeah. is, and it's and then she like winces and she's like oh and it's like okay her leg is broken but like weird it's just a weird yeah. th- th- this movie is definitely says, animated by gross people <laughs>
2: And then he says the line when they're leaving, like he's like, I got to get you out of here. He picks her up. And she's like, What about your friend Ryu? And she says, Don't worry. For me, ladies always come first. <laughs> Talking to a goddamn child. And he leaves with her. And it's so gross and so upsetting. And then we catch up with them after this scene in the hospital. Uh, Sakura is in the hospital, weirdly playing. A game that features Chun Li, a character from this movie,
0: yeah, on her handheld game, on her Wonder Swan, everyone's yeah, favorite just, handheld console. Yeah,
2: I, well, like, apparently that's a real thing. I yeah. guess. Yeah, Wonder um, Swan's real. Yeah, but like, I'm I'm so bothered by the fiction of this. Like, what if, uh, like, our top FBI people? Who's uh, what's uh what's is Frank M- Mueller? What's Mueller's last first name? uh, uh Bob Mueller
1: yeah robert robert robert
2: Robert Mueller. yeah Yeah. what if robert Mueller was just in a video game in the present day (laughs) (laughs) right now he's out there doing his thing but also in a video game right yeah (laughs) i mean it's just so strange to me
1: jeff bezos is in a video game so he knows that's
2: true that's true (laughs)
1: um i mean you are jeff bezos well he's referenced in yeah, yeah yeah I mean, you are Jeff Bezos, <laughs> and I guess I yeah, am. I guess you are literally, so, and, it, and it is like a narrative, like a visual novel. Anyways, anyways, it's great Ravidor, game. Everyone should check it
0: out. Everyone should it's check it out. just so bothered. Interactive so fiction is weird fiction.
1: Um, what this leads to ultimately is that Ryu realizes, ah, I sh- ah, shit, I gotta save that boy. So he's <laughs> gonna. He says, "I'm gonna go see the the one guy who has d- done the dark Hadoo, and he's he and he can do it, and uh." So Ryu goes, and Chun Li follows him for reasons. And uh, so Ryu no goes to this very strange, very really cool scene where there's lots of weird like practice dummies that have like they just they're just like weird wooden like really well detailed practice dummies they, scattered in almost... a very dark Souls-y kind of way, just all over. It looks yeah. like a Dark Souls boss fight basically set up. And um, and Akuma uh, who lives here. Is, is like, <laughs> I guess is, is, is weirdly like, he, like he, he's, he's just moving so fast. They can't see him. And he's like talking yeah. to them. And uh, I would like to say that I remembered what they talked about, but the, mo- the only thing that I really remember from the scene is that Akuma says, no, they say, okay. And they leave in the end because <laughs> and it's yeah. never yeah. brought up again.
0: Because so, uh, Ryu is sick of, like, having these, like, possession episodes because, like, they're affecting him. They are causing him to, like, slip, Have you know. And he, I think he also kind of blames the fact that he, like, went to the dark side temporarily in his fight with Razanov as, like, why he was distracted and they were able mm. to kidnap Shun. So he, like, mm. wants to fight and defeat Akuma so that these these, you know, things stop, these episodes stop happening in his head. Uh, but like Joe said, they go to like his fucking like boss level, and Akuma, uh, having mastered his key, um, because yeah. key is, is the
2: first reference I think to key being something that every fighter can sense. I guess they, they reference yeah, it, totally it earlier. It often.
0: Yeah, they reference it earlier when uh, uh Ryu goes into the woods because Ken's like, oh, there's a really powerful key okay. happening. Like I can sense someone's key. Okay. Um, but they uh say his key is so powerful it prevents him from being seen while moving so he's just they were just talking to this ventriloquist <laughs> this invisible ventriloquist in the middle of this arena yeah. and they uh and he's ultimately like no nah, i'm not gonna fight you no nah, we're not gonna do this
2: yeah well doesn't he ask and maybe i misheard so this could be real weird if it isn't but doesn't he ask do you have a son right yes Yes, he does. Which presumably he's asking for Shun,
0: I guess. Yes. Like, is
2: Shun his son? Well, they, they, Which would um, also
0: imply that Rio is his son. What? Yeah, if they're brothers. Oh, they're he brothers! Thi- oh you're suggesting,
2: because they didn't talk about his father, yes. that maybe
0: Akuma could be
2: right. the father of both these. I didn't piece that together yeah, I, I, picked, I picked that up and I was except like, that except that akuma just basically says nope not me <laughs> uh uh-uh. <laughs> so i do everything alone and that's the way i like it so <laughs> just so me and my team. <laughs> yeah so kind of a dead end of a plot but just so weird so akuma leaves i i really don't understand the point of the scene then i guess um they leave neither from do the here. writers Where? yeah <laughs>
0: where do they go after oh I, this is the ken ryu fight yeah on the beach yeah. which isn't really a fight it's more like a like let's collect together like they yeah. do fight but they're also like what are we gonna do now in like right the, enti- the entire like the overarching like the main conflict in this is ryu versus himself right it's ryu versus yeah. his dark side but it never builds like it never like every time he has to come face to face with his dark inner self nothing changes yeah
1: he he does and it's and it's and it doesn't seem to like it's not like his behavior like he's always noble as a character as well like anytime he's he's talking to someone he's being noble he's only ever tempted to the dark side when he's fighting and trying to hurt someone Right,
2: you're already trying to hurt someone so
1: it's not like he's like a pacifist or anything like that trying to like trying to be different or whatever but um either way there's still an implication here that, that ken and ryu are discussing where if ryu embraces the dark side to defeat the big bad villain then someone will have to stop him and that will have to be ken is mm-hmm. what they discuss here right. and it seems like it's and going ken's to be irrelevant. like you'll
2: be fine you'll be fine right <laughs> ken's just like um, it's fine they also raise the question or other characters do sakura and chun li specifically of why do they fight <laughs> why do they try to get stronger <laughs> And I think they want to answer that question by the end of this movie, but I don't feel like they have, or that it's a question that needs an answer, really. <laughs> like, Well, oh, it's a very. What, it, what philosophy does this game and movie need? It's a very. For why they
0: fight. It's a very Dragon Ball Z kind of thing, where it's like, we like, mm-hmm. like, like, like Saiyans fight because that's, that's, they're, they're a, a war driven race, and like they will, they will intentionally. Uh, 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 sabotage themselves during a fight just so their opponent can grow stronger just so they can see how far they can push it I think it's I think it's something like that where it's like you'll never know your limits if you never push yourself to those limits and so far I mean in the course of this movie seemingly Ken and Ryu have no limits because if they had limits they would be dead mm-hmm. um, yeah so I think it's something like that. It's like, and that's why they spar Fight to get through those limits. It's that's why they spar so harshly on the beach because they like need to like push. It's like it's like a pump up moment. It's like mm-hmm. you gotta get ready. Yeah. Tough? How tough are you? <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah,
2: come on, bro. come on, bro. You even lift? Come at me, bro. <laughs> I, we should also mention that this entire sequence is filmed from a camera okay. attached to the pelvis of Chun Li. Yes. Um, and it just has to include her like eyes and 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 crotch in every single shot so like if you want to look at ken you have to look past her like taking up a third of the frame she has also changed uh, out of her
0: regular outfit into like i think like her secondary like skin where it's it's like that happened pretty early actually it was like even before the fight Um, but but she wore something similar in the live action one where it was like a red kimono but in this it's like a full body black spandex and then she has like a like a almost like a bomber jacket kind of but it's red with yeah. like gold dragon design like chinese dragon designs on it um fighting suit right and yeah even though she fought in the other one so i don't know what that means so it's just this yeah. constant thing of like here's here's ken in the background here's chun lee's like abdomen and pelvis in the foreground just like all black yeah. spandex it's all hip
2: bones and muscle right and it's yeah. like
0: uh, oh, oh okay like i, I like, it's strange. Yeah. and It's really weird because, like, in the 1st anime Street Fighter movie, like, they almost, like, like, Chun-Li was in the position Sakura is in this one, right? Where she was, like, super infantilized. Like, she was, like, she almost seemed, like, underaged mm-hmm. in that one. And her, like, relationship with Guile was really weird. But now instead mm-hmm. of it being Chun-Li and Guile, it is Sakura and Ken. Um, yeah. But then they <laughs> jettison Sakura <laughs> and bring in Chun-Li. It's weird. Very strange.
2: What are they trying to say about American men? (laughs) Like their infatuation with Japanese
0: and Chinese girls, I guess.
2: I suppose. Some weird, dark, upsetting thing there.
0: So they discover that, or I don't know how I don't know how this information like gets disseminated, but they're like Sadler's obviously the one that kidnapped Shun. We have to go find Sadler. How do we get the Sadler? Oh, turns out Sadler is hosting a fighting competition in his like fortress somewhere in like the middle of a desert. So we're gonna take this like cargo plane that like smugglers use, and 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 fill a bunch of fighters in it and fly to the you know far away locale and we're gonna pretend yeah. to be competing in the in the competition but also but we're actually there to save shun yeah which is like broken from so many angles because obviously sadly we know you're coming and like why would you and, and like they actually like try to participate at one point in the it's, it's and al- it's dumb.
2: also sadler definitely wants them to come it's not like right.
0: <laughs> yeah, like so it furthers his, they don't need this ruse yeah it furthers his goals to have them there so
2: yeah this is just an excuse to show off other characters we see birdo, uh, Bur- birdo. <laughs> we see birdie <laughs> just
0: shooting just shooting uh, eggs, in, eggs in the right plane. out of
2: the mouth uh birdie Ad- adon adon we didn't really figure out exactly how to pronounce his name yeah not sure uh who else do we see in this see sequence sodom sodom this is when dan comes we back we do and see yes, Dalsim so- just
0: on a bus but
1: like we don't see him do anything <laughs> Dalsim like, at is at like super me, upset yeah. Like, yeah. he's just like i don't want to be here yeah. yeah didn't even pay me much to be in this movie um <laughs> and uh yeah i mean and i think w- but there, there, there's not much to it birdie does kind of become our like central character who is getting his powers sucked out of him um as the fights yeah. start happening birdie who does birdie so fight he beats, he beats up die again he, right he,
0: Yeah, he he fights Dan and he uh, and Dan has like a bandage on his face to like reference the fight he had with vega
2: (laughs) i was cut very mildly (laughs) while shaving i mean (laughs) fighting vega but
0: they uh but i just love the way they characterize dan here because it's like all right we're gonna have our first fight of the competition let's go then dan gets in the arena he's like ha hey ha ha i'm gonna beat you and then birdie just like takes a length of chain he has and wraps it around dan's neck chokes the shit out of him yeah
2: garrot wires dan he he attempts to do a hadouken but it like poops out this like really slow ball that just kind of fizzles in the air yeah yeah right before he gets choked and (laughs) his eyes are bulging out cartoony i mean it's a very anime shot but it it is clear like let's just shit on dan is the theme of that scene uh but birdie i didn't know if i wanted to talk about birdie's design a little bit and like just just put a say out there that it's stereotyped to a point that we don't support right <laughs> like, right i mean it's, right, yeah
1: it's 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 been this way in a lot of anime yes. especially from this era but he's
2: he's also he's stereotyped but he's also just a weird fucking character too where he isn't playing on stereotypes like he's got a mohawk with like I think like a heart or a star cut out the center of
0: it and like other bizarre features so so birdie defeats dan um and and Sadler's like entourage or like his guardsmen or whatever escort him to like where he thinks he's like, hey, you guys gonna feed me or something? Like, what's going on? And they lead him into this chamber because like the entire facility is like made out of stone, and they lead him into this chamber, and then they just throw him in there and like lower the stone like doorway behind him, and then flood the area with gas. And then, like, that's all you see of Birdie for for the interim.
2: And we know uh, through Chun-Li that Sadler is planning to steal the data. And she tells – they go – Chun-Li plus Ryu and others, Ken, I think, is there, uh, go to, like, free all of the other fighters. Um, And they're like, you got to get out of here. He's going to steal your data and suck you dry. At which point we go back to Birdie, who is, like, rigged up to a machine and, like – getting like get, desiccated get, getting by tubes off. <laughs> yeah, like they're draining the energy out of him mm-hmm. um i don't remember the exact steps that we take to get there but eventually we end up with a team split where ryu is outside fighting uh that uh, fighting rosanov again a new Razanov, i guess probably like a, a clone or yeah. a two-point lab something yeah and meanwhile uh chun li and ken race to save um uh, save birdie from the the lab um sakura is back in the hospital training and that's the last time we have to talk about her yeah, she's done she's done wrap on <laughs> sakura everybody clap <laughs> she's out of the movie um
1: uh are there any other moving parts in this well i mean those are the two those are definitely the two things i but i'm a little fuzzy on 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 how well, um shun ends up inside Roosevelt's flesh
0: well so ryu goes to like a part of the facility so when they get there we should clarify when they get there they see like all these like zombified people like just kind of like grazing around the facility and they don't know what's the the deal with that yeah well no no no. just the regular people in like the the prison uniforms oh i gotcha and And those are pointless too
2: but i was going to talk about those too because i thought they're kind of fun
0: but so they uh show so they're like, what's us deal with these zombies? Which I feel like if you went onto the grounds of like in a, an official tournament and you just saw like zombified bodies roaming around, I think you would like, hmm, maybe this isn't on the up and up. But they find out that those are like former Street Fighters who have been drained of their of their data. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so uh, after Chun-Li and Ken break out the uh, surviving Street Fighters and, and Ryu tries to get Birdie... Um, ken is then confronted by a bunch of like orange power rangers that are like made of play-doh because when he punches them his like fists like bounce off of them or like push through no, i wouldn't say bounce no, yeah, yeah push like through yeah, yeah
1: they, they see their bodies seem soft and shitty like rush limbaugh's um, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> there's one moment one really cool shot where rio like grabs a guy's head and does like a spin and then the guy's body is on like a little bit of a delay, but it twists uh, away uh, to like, catch up. The yeah. same, yeah, yeah to, yeah, to like catch a up. Slow and, like, elastic reaction. Yeah, 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 it's so good though. Like I, <laughs> that's such a good way to handle a, like a minion fight of just like right. destroying them.
1: Um. Uh, but in the but meantime, that, that fight does okay. nothing
2: really because it's all just to set up rozanov. Uh What's your meantime? Well, I'm well,
1: sorry, I rather I was going to say that and, uh, rozanov is now going to confront Chun Li and Ken. Um, while Ryu is getting distracted by the that's, putties. thank you.
2: That helps make more sense of this.
1: Yeah, you're because, right. Because okay, in the, in the, and it seems like in this moment, like we're con- like I mean, Ryu Ken and Birdie, or, or rather, um, uh, Chun Li Ken and Birdie are all fighting uh, Razanov and it's and it's weird because this, this fight drags on for a really long time where essentially each of them looks like they're going to get the starring moment where they're going to like help the others get away or stop Rosanov yeah. or whatever, but it es- really just goes back and forth. Chun-Li. Yeah. Especially Chun-Li. It just goes back and forth between Rosanov beating the shit out of all three of those characters and not really going anywhere else besides that. Like Chun-Li has yeah. a moment where it's like, okay, this is finally in this movie, Chun-Li's moment to beat up a, a, an important character and do something good and and, and
2: have a just, reason to be yeah.
1: here. Yeah. And to have a reason. And instead, like, they all get beat up. Ken kind of stops Chun-Li from getting murdered, I guess, but they all get dragged up to the surface, and it just comes back to Razanov and Ryu again,
0: ultimately, right. where... yeah, A um, fight we've already seen. There's yeah. a pretty sickening, kind of objectifying part in the fight where Chun-Li kind of, like, attacks... Razanov and Razanov grabs her legs and then forces her to do the splits upside down being held yeah. in midair yeah. and she like screams in pain and it's just kind of like it, there's like an awful crunching sound yeah. too
2: i thought he broke her legs in that action yeah. but i guess yeah. not or like
0: her hip or her pelvis bone or something yeah right right and it's just kind of like um, what like i get it like if it's sh- like the gruesome fighting like you've had gruesome fighting you've had blood and, and stuff in this but it's like also like weirdly he fetishizing yeah <laughs> yeah it, you right. can
2: there there is some male sexualization with zongief but that's mm. that's the only like flip right. side of it in this movie is we get like one bulging crotch shot of zongief right but otherwise it is but when it, child yeah. crotch and Chun Chun-Li crotch throughout the movie
1: when it yeah um, well, when it comes to like writing and action and choosing to like Yes. have a character's legs pulled wide they wouldn't have done that to a male character in this movie they no, did it specifically to Chun-Li known for her legs and, and what's
2: weird that's what I was getting ready to say is that's what's weird is like you could absolutely if you were going to do this like oh here's how badass I am i'm going to ruin this character who is good at kicking Chun-Li is known for her legs all of her moves are about kicking whether it's like the standing still like rapid kicking thing or she has like a helicopter spin kick thing that she does He could have just like grabbed her while she was kicking and like slammed her against a wall or broken her leg, done something not at all sexualized, and it would have still played to like, oh, how strong is he compared to the strongest kicker, right? Right. But instead, instead we get this just bizarre. I'm gonna pick you up while you're limply unable to do anything. You're not even able to like make a strong attack at me, right? And and I'm gonna spread your legs. It's
1: exhausting for a number of reasons. Like one culture. I mean, granted this is a movie from the past. No one's surprised that movies in the past have, have bad values, but it's exhausting when it's repeated so much, but also because the fights in this movie have really poor beats where it seems like it's going to progress something different, but it kind of continues to drag itself out by repeating the same loop of, um, if it's not dark energy being involved, it's someone else who's like, I'm going to try to stop this fight. Now they get beat up. And then it, it just keeps going without really developing a story in the fight until the movie Ryu, is, it gets back to Ryu. Um, and
2: it's obsessed with Ryu who using dark energy. Yeah. And, and, and then even
1: the Ryu Rosanov fight is, is, also, insanely dragged out in this final sequence, where Ryu is forced to watch like they're fighting, and Ryu is like getting his dark energy on, but not going all the way. And then Rozanov will like start to torture or beat up his allies who are already wounded or whatever. And he's like, "Oh no, I've got to use my dark energy," but then he continues to not do it anyhow. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if there's any other beats you guys want to talk about in the final fight other than the actual conclusion of it. But right, Ken, well, I mean, they do the attempts,
0: the, and this is here where they reveal that inside Razanov is Shun uh, his 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 little brother um and <laughs> I think yeah. there was a scene where Ryo was going through the facility trying to find Shun and he found like a beach like prison cell that like had a bunch of shuns or a bunch of little kids I,
2: I didn't think of it as a beach it was more like a like a rolling hills park i thought oh but okay maybe i thought, I'm there, was, not I thought remembering there was properly. water in it
0: but i might be wrong there might have been yeah um but like was uh, that but it is Im- like
2: a weird number of them
0: yeah that was to imply like he made like genetic genetic clothes of shun in case one of them failed or something
2: i i think i mean it even they even say it at some point that shun never existed um that he was created so i don't think he was a clone as much as just like right but i'm just lab, saying they made built multiples lab. of him not yeah, that he was yeah, a yeah, clone yeah, yeah. of
0: an original person but like he right uh they, they made duplicates um
2: right. which then which explains his like weird darkness from earlier in the movie he's right. not a real person he's a monster in a lab kind of thing right but then what but, is he a
0: clone of like is he a clone of ken Did they use like ken's genetic materials like is that why he has this connection to like the dark rio what
1: called a rio you mean
0: yeah yeah that's what i meant i don't Glamoury. know sorry it's, they, it's, they don't explain a yeah. source material on him
1: or in, or if it is at all like hinted at or suggested it's done very poorly but also doesn't really it matter doesn't make in sense a, in the larger context of well, this movie it,
2: it it matters in this question if sadler created shun in the fucking first place and he was just his puppet to do with as he pleased why does Sean need to ki- Why does Sadler need to kidnap Sean at any point? Right. I know right. it's to like it, it's. I guess to fake out Ryu, but that's like a bad angle. Like it just doesn't make sense. All right. It, here's it, what uh, I'm gonna do. Here's my master plan. I'm gonna create a clone. And that clone is going to be such a
1: fun little brother to Ryu. And, <laughs> yeah. and Ryu is going to be like, I'm going to take you to a fighting tournament. You look like you, 12-year-old boy, yeah. need to go into a fighting tournament. And then I'm, I'm going to sure kidnap the go. boy from that fighting tournament, and then Ryu is going to have to come and save that boy from another fighting tournament.
2: Yeah. It's, it's bad logic. It's a bad path to follow yeah. for this movie. Um, but whatever the case, uh, when they have seen the, the room full of bad shuns, because those are like broken, not not functional the re- the shuns, I guess. Yeah, the the quote unquote real shun, the, the shun the al- shuns. The, 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 the yeah, those are the shun shuns. Thank you. The 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 model shun who worked <laughs> has been forced physically <laughs> inside Razanov, yeah, like in his organ meat. Like <laughs> right. it's just like Very hanging Akira-esque. out in there. Yeah, yeah. But he's also gone crazy evil. Yeah, like he's not a good guy inside there. Yeah, except later he will be so he, whatever like, he I mean, like, just like,
0: pushes through uh rosanov's attitude like hi big brother do you want to play a game like just like yeah, weirdly intimidating mocking him
2: i mean and i like the shots i like the like look of that i like the concept of body horror in general i know dylan you're not a fan no, but like, I'm not i i enjoy seeing that stuff but I don't understand the motivation of the character to be a bad guy in that moment. I,
1: I think, I mean, like it's weird because it feels like it's an excuse for Rio to want to use the dark power, the dark Hadou, to like actually kill it. Because it's like, okay, need to actually put, put a duress. So it's like more encouragement almost to finish it, finish it off. Like Shun is like, he needs to die. Right. Like is, is what it feels like, but Rio still yeah. kind of wants to save him. It feels like either yeah. way, what it comes down to is, it seems like Ryu is gonna use his Hadou, and then it seems like Ken is maybe gonna stop him from doing it, but he fails, and then ultimately Ryu uses his Dark Hadou.
2: <laughs> we we should talk about Ken's failure though, because it is a moment that it, it sh- it's just so weird what this movie is willing to go through to make a character seem ineffectual. Right? Ken is like, all right, you can't do it, Ryu. That's fine, I'll do it. And for like the briefest moment, I thought, oh shit, is Ken going to pull on the dark Adoken power. And like, I think that would have been a way better twist. Like that would yeah. have made this movie so much more interesting if he's like supposed to be the anchor and he turns into a dark version that can't be stopped. Yeah. Like that would be cool. But instead he just does a sure. that is like a giant pillar of, of wind tornado. Uh, sure. and he nails Rozanov in the face with all of the power he can muster and it like shows a shot of Razanov's face like broken and busted. And then you hear like a click of bone, and Razanov's face just goes back to normal and he's like, That all you got? And it has to go back to Ryu and and Razanov. Like there's no reason for Ken to be there, no reason yeah. for
1: anyone else. Ken after yeah. Ken doesn't get hit during that. He just does that attack so hard that after he just falls on the ground, is like, I give up after yeah. that. He doesn't get he doesn't yeah. get punched again. He just he's just he's just thrown down It's like well that was all i've got <laughs> oh, <yeah>. actually
0: <laughs> well i'm done
1: so yeah. ultimately what happens is what
2: ryu, you know is going to happen yeah. the whole time
1: ryu pulls out his dark hadoo and you're like oh so what here we're gonna see the consequences of this was what's gonna be the big fallout of using your dark Hadoo? and the fallout of it is that, is that he saves the day and he's <laughs> yeah, okay <that's, laughs> everything's fine <laughs> so,
2: so he kills he kills razanov with it and i guess Shun yeah does he like eject shun with the power of the dark hadouken I, shun, like
1: shun i don't know dies though right or does he not i forget i, I don't know i don't <laughs> I think remember he, does. Uh, shun, he dies shun shun does say like you had to brother you you had to do it and it was okay. great or whatever and i'm pretty sure it was like a death scene
0: yeah he was like he was like i I couldn't tell he was like because we're brothers and then like everyone's like kind of like frozen in anguish and like in sadness and then voiceover you hear shun say again you're i'm your little brother brother it's like thank you movie thank you for clarifying (laughs) like oh that was their relationship just in
2: case just in case you couldn't remember right the two hours uh, um, of this film but that is pretty much in uh, the 16 the,
1: times the movie almost hard ends here right no like, you're, the, you're forgetting yeah you're
2: forgetting the, the what happens the now thing. that he has yeah. given him the dark hadouken now, for the second time yes sadler has the data
0: now now oh, it's time for the final fight right. so like while every out uh, while everything has been happening like almost <laughs> the entire movie but especially this final like act sadler has been mm-hmm. watching this confrontation in his like uh, like laboratory where he has been hooked up to like insertion tubes and stuff that is in- injecting him with the data, I guess. Is it like yes. wirelessly, transmitting, That's what data is. And wirelessly yeah. transmitting the energy from the dark Hadou into him? Like it doesn't make any sense.
2: That's why it costs so much on your cell phone
1: plan,
0: right? It's to yeah. come out of some dude in a lab at Verizon, but he uh, wants Ryu to do this final dark Hadou can yeah. um to uh absorb <laughs> that final ounce of data energy to insert it into his body so that he can be the ultimate street fighter so like so he can be evil saddler right so, so so ryu does his dark energy burst at uh rosanov and then Sadler goes finally my plan is complete and rips off the things he's all hulking and big he kind of looks like blanca mm-hmm. like a blanca meets uh uh Akuma. 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 he's like Akuma, yeah. yeah, and he jumps out of the facility because it's like this big, like, panopticon, like pane of glass, like looking over yeah. the arena they're fighting. Bursts out of it and lands in front of Rio. He's like, "Finally, I am as powerful. I'm more powerful than you because I have all the dark hado hado yeah. energy." And then Rio goes, "Oh, I'll just do the dark hado again. I'll just again. do it again. I'll just do it yeah. again. Yeah." And then he that blows is... his arms off. He's like, "How could this happen?" I mean, and, uh, and
2: that would have been if he had just left him with no arms. And because yeah. so here's the beat though that's important to me to talk about is Ken is like on the ground, exhausted from his shoryuken and uh and and Sadler is there with all this dark power being like, now that you've given me the power, I'm super strong, not accounting for the fact that Ryu still has the same power uh and uh <laughs> he he's like, well, I'm gonna have to kill you and Ken's like, no, we don't fight to kill and, then <laughs> and Ryu fucking kills him anyway yeah, he blows off his arms, which causes the rest of him to then like crumble a second later and so and Ken the whole says, guy just turns. Ken says you did it okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, cool <laughs> all right i guess you win
2: this yeah. one
0: i mean there's it's like
2: there's... i just don't understand what message the movie wanted us to take away from it but isn't every good.
0: fighting movie though isn't every fighting movie like ultimately try to communicate a message of peace but failing miserably because the whole fucking <laughs> point <laughs> of these video games yeah. is to fucking brutalize one another right yeah I mean absolutely you you really do have to
1: like I, I yeah yeah I, and, and, and <laughs> I just wish they in fact I, I wish they wouldn't try no no I mean I, I, I wish they wouldn't try to to do that message I would rather than just accept that they are a based on a brutal fighting franchise and let that be yeah. the truth or, I just want to see some street fights I don't want to see this dark shit
2: or you follow that message through to its logical conclusion and you find a way while we were watching it Dylan you brought up uh, avatar and like in wow. the final moment of avatar My was that avatar. not Dylan? was that you i thought it was <laughs> him
0: how could you have possibly gotten us confused
2: so dylan brought up avatar because he's <laughs> the did. smart one i did yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and what
1: i, I believe am. dylan said was the words that came out of his mouth were after the arms were knocked off of saddler dylan definitely with his mouth said i've taken your bending away and that was yeah. a really funny joke we all laughed at it i wish i had said that yeah instead. but you're not yeah. as smart as but me so i'm just not so but like uh, if the, if the, like what
2: movie has done that better like a culmination of a violent conflict ending with hey we don't have to continue this well, yeah. cycle but, or what movie i'm sorry i say movie i mean show yeah then avatar like it right. fucking just ends the fight so good right and it felt like that's where this was headed yeah but it didn't know how. It wasn't clever enough to find a way to end the cycle yeah. of violence. Well, there's two, so it just fucking iced a dude.
0: Yeah, well, there's like, two things to that. Number one, Aang is ultimately a peaceful person. Like, it's something right. like, he did, he was thrust but, into conflict. But Ryu could be. But I, right. but I would argue he couldn't be because, like, he comes from maybe not the character himself within the lore. Sure, but, like, the, sure. the representation of these fighters come from, like besting each other in in martial combat so like they come and we will always have to see a next street fighter game where he's gonna keep fighting too it comes from a mentality of like uh militant supremacy Mm -hmm. and like i it's kind of ironic because like that's almost like a a a comment on like actual like uh you know hegemony like militaristic hegemony Mm -hmm. in the real world it's like you actually yes you cannot use war to create peace and right that's a like damn dylan i, I cracked that's it some fucking smart shit I cracked the code <laughs> just like how i referenced avatar i'm the smartest one just like it <laughs> um but like that like it would be so much more interesting if they talked about that the futility of fighting as opposed to fighting is the solution yeah. mm-hmm. um or
2: or the pokemon movie we saw where they talk about like fighting is not the answer we'll just fight this one last time right and then tanner <laughs> or, goes or forget you that forget. you learned not to fight <laughs> yeah uh,
1: so yeah i think i think i'm gonna give this i'm gonna give this one a a two dark out of ten yeah.
2: what could you do I, I want i want to rate it separately i want to say that it's like visually a seven out of ten like worth watching visually not at all worth watching for story though like they don't know how to tell a story they don't have a story that builds any character towards any goal we should say immediately after he kills this guy that's when there's like a hard cut to credits yeah Mm -hmm. and and the credits are just these characters that we've seen in the movie training fighting uh ryu goes back to akuma so he can fight him for fun (laughs) and tell him that he's not going to be like him uh, Fuck Sakura. you, Dad! I, I said I said we weren't going to mention Sakura again, but she's training yeah. to become he a fighter because she she specifically wants to beat Ryu someday. Right? She's Dylan, like, we said we, gonna weren't be... gonna do, we weren't
0: going to we weren't going to mention Sakura. You know, again. I'm sorry, I you know I can't. how could you get how us could you confused that right now? Joe? <laughs> do we look like the same person? Are we just all the same person? You? <laughs> yeah, We're three
2: white guys on a podcast. We <laughs> yeah. basically are the same. Think, person. Dylan?
0: what's your rating? Uh, uh, I would give it a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would give it a uh, I would give it 4 out of 7 Dragon Balls because oh, yeah. this is it the, was very Dragon Ball. the most Dragon yeah. Balls ass most balls ass Dragon Ball movie. <laughs> um yeah, it was fine. I really I really like some of the character design. Um design but not like aesthetic only, not actual
1: like yeah. characterization.
0: Hey, fi- sure. Yeah, I yes. no, yeah, I don't because like there's not really I think the only interesting I don't know I feel like if you have a because Sadler is like whole cloth newly created for this right or is the alpha series like is this a I don't know I don't remember series? that at all I don't know I feel like I feel like the best arc that Street Fighter has like an actual story arc is the the uh kind of the the conflict between M. Bison Guile and and Charlie nash like i think really? that's that to me is really interesting because like there's like an actual thrust there that like makes a lot of sense oh it's
2: it's m bison chun Li or maybe m bison guile chun well, yeah, yeah, I mean
0: you could say like any of the characters versus m bison is what makes it interesting yeah. because like he's like like he, he he's not concerned with power because uh, he's not concerned with like um, well, he's um through a
1: psycho power
0: Yes, well he's not concerned like with power. like with physical strength because he already has so much. He he is yeah. you know, the way the way a a Batman character is best bested by like someone like the Riddler. I'm not saying Riddler is the best villain, but like like yeah. the, like having that difference of like strength versus yeah. uh, smarts is way more interesting to me than just like, all right, we're just going to fight a bunch. Yeah.
1: Which is what yeah. so many of these fighting movies do is, is, is ultimately say, okay, here's a really powerful character who has great potential. This villain wants greater fighting potential. So the, the main conflict is which one of them will end up more powerful than the other. And of course the answer is always the protagonist protagonist movie we're watching <laughs> and it's going to end with a, with a victory. It's not going to end with the, with yeah. the villain winning. So it, and it's not even a relatable conflict, like the like like high level power struggle of on like this scale is like no, it's not. It's it's often not driven by, um it's often Human not driven by desire
2: like, or needs or yeah. anything.
1: Like yeah, I agree. Rio doesn't really have, apart from saving Shun, he doesn't have it seems any Which other he motivations.
2: Do. <laughs> which he doesn't do yeah yeah and, and he has no personality because like yeah
1: he immediately
2: not. he goes back into fighting yeah like that's <sighs> the only characteristic he has um and it's a weird because ryu is like sort of the mascot character for street yeah. fighter like he is considered a sort of main protagonist of the series but is never particularly but interesting
1: my my take on all the street fighter characters has always kind of been they are all kind of douchebags i think about their like post post fight like like um whenever you, like whether you win or lose the fight like one of them says, says something really snarky to the other in the post fight you know yeah. like with their little portraits up like they're all just I assholes think you should just to me give up and and that's the way i like them honestly i don't i don't want i don't really want street <laughs> fighter stories like mortal Kombat has some kind of like big soap opera drama that's kind of fun uh street fighter doesn't have good characters in my book and not like not that i don't like the characters i think it has a couple
2: good characters but they don't have they've never told a great story i think when chun li's written
0: well i think when chun li's written well she's written really well i think when she's written poorly she's it's terrible it's it's abysmal i guess we'll have to find out when
1: we watch the legend of chun li or the chun li story i can't remember what it's called now i think
0: the legend of chun li is the name of that yeah Um, live action one
1: what are we watching next though
0: Well, let me tell you, we kind of have a choice here because I was alerted of a movie that I find super interesting, but (laughs) Joe, you seem to not be that into it. Um, Why don't you tell me about this movie, Nick, that you just found out? Well, while I was looking at the IMDb
2: for Street Fighter Alpha, the animation, I was puzzled to find that it says that it's like part of a continuity, which it's not but with a, a movie called... Oh, help me with the... Future Cops. The name, Future Cops. A movie called Future Cops, which we normally on this podcast reserve only for fully English uh, uh, localized films, right? Like, we we have no films that we've done that are not... No,
0: but I do have some in the can that were localized, but I can't find a localized version of them, so we will go with, like, a, a subtitled version.
2: There, or a subtitle, rather, yeah. So this is a, a, a fully Japanese film about... Um it's a live action loosely based on the Street Fighter universe. It looks like the lowest possible budget movie where I, I just the picture on the cover says to me, high school production <laughs> Street Fighter movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like not like the characters look like high schoolers, but their costume quality right. it looks like high school quality. Um and I'm very curious and willing to torture myself, I guess, to yeah. watch this. It's like ver-
0: very early 90s Hong Kong cinema. I'm down yeah. to watch it. Joe, I'm not going to force... You seemed very hesitant to watch it, so I'm not going to force you to watch it. But maybe we do a Nick and Dylan special where we watch this <laughs> this one as an extra ep. Live okay. your truthiest truths. Okay. That's fine. All right. you want- And then
2: what will be the main... So that- that's a side yeah. episode. Yeah, that's-, yeah. that's that's a bonus. A track
0: mode guide end. Um, yeah,
2: <laughs> Alpha. Yeah, Attract
0: Mode Alpha <laughs> is
2: clearly what that's
0: called. Attract. attract oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Attract Mode Two Alpha. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Ex fighting layer. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's that's our that's our secondary quest. Our main our main mission. Uh. Our next movie will be, uh. Guys, you're gonna be so excited. Let me tell you, we're jumping back into the world of Pokemon. Oh
2: boy! Oh boy!
0: With the uh, second chronological movie in the Pokemon series, Pokemon: The Movie 2000: The Power of One, (laughs) featuring uh, uh, such a bad title, (laughs) Ash, Misty, and not Brock. New new uh, character Tracy as they find out the the powers of Lugia, Ho Oh, and the rest of the legendary birds. Well, that all sounds like more than the power of one. Oh no. (laughs)